I am recording now as well. Excellent. Excellent. Do you want to just talk now so I can get a, something for you to to match the audio up with? Beautiful. All right. Here comes the new the, the new podcast uh, intro song. You are listening to... We only do one take podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Worst. <laughs> oh, hello everybody and welcome back. To the We Only Do One Take Podcast is the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turchin. With me is not Kieran. Thank goodness for that. It's a very special co-host. All, all, all week I'm going to be having a very special co-host. But this one, the most special in my opinion, is Teresa from Story for a, for, for a Song and the Bad Poets Society podcast. Teresa, how you doing? I am doing good. And in honor of Kieran, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put that Gotta into the right in. part so it sounds like you nailed it right right on the, uh, the right section here. But very exciting to have you back. We loved having you on yes. all those, oh, it feels like a very long time ago now. I know. It, it, like I was telling you before we started, it's just like, God, it feels like it's been forever. And I can't, you know, it's great to have you back on. I can't wait to come back onto your show. You've got a new show. Do you want to plug that one before we begin this uh, adventurous rant-filled episode? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I started a new show, um, which it's going to be kind of confusing, I guess, for some. <laughs> um, I'm doing Story for a Song, which is a show based on if you have personal stories with certain songs or, you know, if you really were inspired by a band, an album, so on and so forth. Um, and I did finally decide to bring back Bad Poet Society because enough people were asking me about it. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> I did see that come back, which is really exciting. I love that show. I've been on it before. We've got to talk about a whole yes. bunch of bad Australian songs. I have another batch of bad Australian songs and we can talk about that uh, forever and a day because Australian songs... Uh, Look, when, when when I get American guests on our show, or I go to, you know, come on to shows with American guests, I do try to bring some Australiana into the show. And that's what I've done today with some of my, uh, with some articles that are coming through, which is going to be very exciting. But for now, the most important part of the show, the part where we get to complain about all the things that annoy us in the world is the rant section. I've got a new rant singer, yes! Teresa. Are you ready for the new singer for the rants? I am ready. Now, look, Bring I was it. inspired because Kieran is a, a professor, a doctor of psychology, and I thought I would take inspiration from one of his his idols to make to make this tune here. So here we go. <laughs> Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Fantastic. It is the time of the episode that we go into our rants. Teresa, do you want to start us off? What's been unran- what do you want to what's been annoying you the most? Oh man. Like I'm sure it's no surprise to you that the American health system is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna be kind of a rant slash 
parental advice, right. since you're going to be a new daddy it's here very, since very soon, <laughs> that you need to be your own advocate, not only for yourself, but you have to be an advocate for your child a hundredfold. Because my son, like people who know me, that he's had some medical issues over the last, basically since he's been born, and that trying to get a doctor to actually pay attention that, hey, something is fucking wrong here. Uh, like, for instance, like the first issue we had, my son has chronic croup. And that within a year and a half, he had gone into the doctor 20 times for croup and then an additional 10 times for ear infections. And we kept pushing, being like, this isn't right. And they're like, no, nah, it it's just happens to kids. You know, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. And it's just like, what the fuck? And we kept trying to say, like, OK, something isn't right here. Like, can we see a respiratory specialist, something. No, no, no. And then finally, like I had had enough. I went to actually schedule an appointment with an ENT surgeon and they're like, yeah, he needs tubes put in, you know, he needs his adenoids removed. And it's just like, you motherfuckers. And now this last bout that he's been dealing with, like in the last year, he's gotten tested for strep like seven times. And they're like, nah, nah, it's just viral. It's just viral. Well, again, bring him to his ENT doctor. And they're like, yeah, those tonsils need to fucking be removed. Because like, I shit you not, like I called his glands and his neck chipmunk cheeks. Yeah. Okay. Because they were so fucking swollen. Uh, my, and- my brother had the same issues as a child and same thing, t- tonsils out and problem solved (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just like luckily because like i was just having flashbacks like this last bout that we had with him because he's been sick for like the last month and it's just like okay i need to bring him in and see his ent doctor and it's just like they need to do their fucking jobs like american walk-in clinics are basically cattle calls to where like you're in there 20 minutes max and then like yep done you know okay (laughs) i I don't know what like the perception of the american healthcare system in australia is it's pretty average than that i don't know what the perception is of the australian healthcare system that americans have but we it's better than ours (laughs) we sort of have two classes we have like we do have a i guess i'll say universal healthcare that covers very much the bare minimum so if you go to see some GPs or general practitioners, they can be mm. what they call bulk billed, according to the, uh, you know, paid for by the government. But you pay 1% of your wage. So no matter how much you earn, 1% of your wage goes towards healthcare. Oh, okay. Right. So you could be earning a million dollars and pay 1%, or 50 grand and pay 1%, but you get the same level of general universal healthcare. Mm-hmm. Very unfair, in my opinion, because I'm just that type of person. But yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I do all right. <laughs> um, but if you do go, I, I want more than that. You can pay for private healthcare via insurance companies, and that's when you okay. get a little bit more flexibility. Like if you like, I broke my leg years and years ago. I went to a public hospital. I was on a waiting list to get my leg fixed. I went to a public, a private hospital, and I was booked in for surgery the next morning. Jesus. Okay. But <laughs> that's very expensive and, and all that sort of stuff. It's just one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But with it comes to the GP, 
we actually Kieran and I were talking about this not too like on our episode, so this is going to be double GP talk. <laughs> he went to a, a GP and he just went to one of those you know bulk build bulk build, um, you know walk in sort of clinics on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and he couldn't speak. He couldn't you know he was very croaky. He was spitting out phlegm and snot and all that. And the doctor yeah. spent five minutes with him and didn't even prescribe him any medications. Mm-hmm. And that guy would have got, so for that five minutes that Kieran was there for, he gets like 37 or $38. So I said to him, well, if you do, okay, let's just say it's 30 bucks. And in an hour, it takes five minutes a patient. You can get 12 patients in at 30 bucks. At uh, $360 an hour, this guy's making mm-hmm. for pretty much just going, okay, here's the script. Um, yep. And, or you're uh, fine. <laughs> you're fine. And on the other end of the spectrum, by spending, you know, going to your private doctors that go, well, instead of charging the bulk bill that we, ta- they take automatically take the bulk bill and then you pay on the extra. Oh, okay. Right? So no matter where you go, like, let's say they go, oh, it's, you know, $70, 35 it's covered by Medicare and the rest mm-hmm. you're going to pay out of pocket. And you might be able to claim some back for your private health insurance. But that doesn't mean they're going to do a better job. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no guarantee when it comes to doctors, when it, when it comes to this. And, and maybe it's going to be different when I have a kid. Like, we're going to go through the private system. We've got the same doctor the whole time through the pregnancy okay. after. I'm not quite sure. But am I glad I pay for it? Yes, I am. Because I've experienced <laughs> good things with it. Uh, but doctors just in general, the, the fact that they they make as much as they do, for a lot of the time, especially general practitioners, very little knowledge or very little assistance when it comes to your actual health. It's a bit of a worry well, and, for me. And it is, and it's like, it's even more frustrating like when you're an adult and you're dealing with this shit, but when it's your kid and it's just like, you will know this day one, like you will have that gut instinct. Like it's just bam, there's no questioning it. And all I can say is never, ever, ever let a doctor question or make you question your gut instinct or like say or convince you that, oh, no, it's fine. Like push for it. Like if you know something is wrong, like do whatever it takes. Like don't let it go on forever because it's like I I still beat myself up and my husband's the same way that it's like, I wish we would have done this mm. different. You know, I, I wish we would have pushed for this earlier. But it's like when doctors are basically like it's one of two reactions to where they treat you either like you're telling them how to do their job or they just completely brush you off to the side. And it's just like, nah, you're you're just being a spaz. And it's like, but inside, like, I know something's not right. Like, I know it. And they're like, nah, nah. So <laughs> I'm good. Uh, trust me, I'll keep all that in mind. And I even do it with Jess now. I'm like, something's definitely wrong. We should call a doctor. And she's like, no, no. Yeah. Like, just double check. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. I completely agree. I think the healthcare system just in general, I mean, look, as a private, as a, as a, um, as a, I guess, you know, with, with a very well-established pro- public health system here, the only thing I hate about it the most is that one, it's unfair about how much people pay into the system. Cause if you earn more, mm-hmm. you automatically just pay more. And most of the time, the people that earn more money have private health insurance. So it's like you're paying yeah. twice, three, four times as much for not that much of a greater difference to someone like yeah. that. Yeah. And in the same sort of, oh, I can't even remember my second point, but 
that's the, always been the biggest one for me. It's always we pay so much more and we get very, there's very little incremental adjustments to it. But oh, oh sorry, the second part, continue on with the payment sort of thing, is that when the government goes, okay, like an X-ray is eighty bucks, we'll cover it. And mm-hmm. places go, well, that means I can start the cost at eighty dollars, because if someone goes, oh, it's a hundred dollars, but eighty is the government will pay it. And he's like, oh, you only have to pay 20. People go, oh, that's not too bad. It seems like a deal, but it's not yeah. a deal because <laughs> the government said it's worth 80 bucks. I think you guys have an issue over in the US as well where you don't get itemized bills from hospitals. No, like, no, we don't. Like, it, and they're meant can. to be transparent. There's a law over there that I was hearing about that it need like the transparency of that, they're legally required to enter how much things cost at a hospital on a government website and no one does it and no one enforces it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a very slippery slope because like the how our insurance works that I mean 90% of people get their insurance through their employer and which if you're lucky like fortunately with me I have great plan like I have an excellent plan to where it's like 90-10 coverage to where my insurance covers 90% of the cost once I hit my deductible which when you have a chronically sick kid that's not hard to do yeah and so once you hit that deductible then everything is covered at 90% and basically you're just responsible for like the hospital or the clinic co-pays yeah and usually like when they're billing out, you can opt to get like an itemized billing statement, but a lot of people don't do that anymore just because it's like, eh, fuck it. It's just junk mail. But there's been times like I still request it and I will go through it because there's been times like I've been charged or like they're trying to bill me for stuff that it's just like, what the hell is this? And then you have to spend like three hours on the fucking phone trying to talk to these idiots, figuring out like, what was this? You know, what am I being charged for? And then it's like, oh, whoops, that that shouldn't be on there. And it's just there's a lot of wheeling and dealing. And I will say that, like, I used to work in a hospital and anything that you get from a hospital, be it a Band-Aid up to surgical screws, that the hospital charges you three times their cost. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> check your statements, <laughs> like, for real. Um, yeah, one of the things... That- it was uh, what I found out not too long ago is that let's say you go for a surgery, even I've got private health insurance, the private health insurance doesn't cover the anesthetist. Really? <laughs> so it's very strange, but part of the bulk bill, the, the, the med, like the Medicare side of things, the government stuff does. But if the oh, okay. anesthetist doesn't come to discuss with you anything or give you a cost when he comes to see you, they have to accept what the government gives them. Okay. So at one stage, like I, I, uh, I had a, my well, Jess had a surgery, and we came back and we didn't get a bill for the anesthetist. And we're like, "What the fuck? This is going to come in like three weeks. It's going to be like mm-hmm. you know whatever." We just wanted to get the things done. Never came. We found out later on that no, nah, he just took the the bulk bill, and that was it. <laughs> and we're like, "Thank God!" Like otherwise. You know, they can charge an absolute fortune because it costs like, you know, $150,000 a year in insurances yeah. for them. Um, but, you know, they charge. See, like our 
our insurance will cover like anything surgical, uh, like most insurance will cover like anesthesia and stuff like that. Mm. But we have weird shit to wear like hot or like ambulance rides. That's not covered. Life flight. That's not covered. Like there's just an article like a year ago here that like uh, this person got into like a wicked car crash out in the middle of nowhere in North Dakota and they had to be life flighted. Mm. Well, then they had to file bankruptcy because the life flight cost them, I think it was like $65,000 and it was like a 20 minute flight. Oh, and it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I hope like how yeah. I never have to be life flighted. It's actually weird that you can, oh, like some health insurance is here. You can just buy ambulance cover, which covers your cost to the like to the the hospital, and that's it. And sometimes to get a rebate from the government, you like when you're over twenty eight or whatever, you have to mm-hmm. have or over thirty, you have to have at least that that cover there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's all these. The, the more complex laws get, the more loopholes <laughs> there are. I've said this in finance yeah. all the time when it comes to like the more laws you have, that just means lawyers and accountants get more money. That's it. They're the only people making money when it comes to more laws. <laughs> and when it comes to the healthcare system, the the doctors just get more more money because like, oh, oh yeah. we'll charge this now. It's like, well, yeah, but if you didn't have that law, <laughs> everyone would be, yeah. still be okay, I think. Still be okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's but a, they, they know what thing. they're doing. <laughs> Anything for a buck. Anything for a yeah, buck, no isn't shit. it? Yeah, no shit. You study for seven years to become a doctor you know you, you'd probably be yeah. want to be charging uh, a fair value for your for your time effort yeah. and studies you know i mean i can't necessarily blame them on that fact because it's like i wouldn't want their student loan debt but still it's just like you just listen to your fucking patients that's all i ask <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny when you so that's like, my I go, rant <laughs> i go i go to a general sort of gp and they have like a bunch of doctors working there and every so often i find like a good one and i go to them for like six months like you know a year at the most and then they always get you know handpicked selected they, to go to some other clinic making a yeah. lot more money i'm like oh, i'm gonna find the next one that just came mm-hmm. out of uni that's actually half decent but there's it's not too many, sadly. Not too many, sadly. Well, I've got an I've got a rant. I've got a couple of rants for you. I'm gonna make things yes. the first one very simple. Uh places that don't split bills. So you're at with your friends, you're out with a fa- another family, another a bunch of mates or whatever it is. You've got a big table. You think, oh, we're out for a friend's birthday. And the a waitress, a waiter comes up and is like, Oh, what would you like? Your order. You have a great time, everything's great, and they go, Oh, can we you know split the bill between two or three people you know we all know what mm-hmm. we had we can just tell you and they're like no we don't split bills here and you're like why how is this <laughs> <laughs> so i so i tried to think of all the reasons that we could possibly be for not splitting bill one they're retarded two it's the cost of using the terminal like your <laughs> card terminal and then i'm like wait don't they just pass that expense on to the to me anyway they go oh Use yeah. your card, it's an extra, you know, 0.5%. You're like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, it's a $100 meal, it's another 50 cents. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah. I'm easy. That's fine. Like, you know, as long as I'm paying for my part, I don't really care. The fact that most places don't split bills, there's there's always going to be one person in the group go, oh, I'll pay for it all, and then we transfer all our money from our bank to their bank, and then it's like a day or two in blue, and then you're following people up. I just want everyone to be able to pay on the day, no one has to worry about like, I forgot to give you money or you're chasing up a yeah. friend for money. 
it causes more issues than it actually solves. And I- well, and it is like, luckily we don't, I, I haven't had that issue in a long time. And we, I think it does come down to that. I think the cashier or the waitress is retarded that they don't know how to split up a bill <laughs> because you mean to tell me that they don't have a till that's set up or they aren't making like software that can easily go boop, boop, split bill. Like, uh, a calculator. I think you don't it's know how a calculator. to. <laughs> I've got one on my, on my phone right now. I carry <laughs> one with me my whole life. Uh, it's called your brain. You can do it in your head. Like most of the time. Yeah. I don't use understand. your fingers. Something. <laughs> I'm sure uh, POS software can go, oh, one bills, put this into three categories mm-hmm. and charge, you know, a, a, you know, table 30 ABC and it yeah. will work out. I'm pretty sure it's, it's a billion dollar idea here, Teresa. This is the bit of the clip <laughs> I'll, I'll cut out and we'll just pitch it to um, the sharks on Shark Tank. And exactly. Go, Hasn't been built yet, but this is the idea. And they're like, son of a bitch, I'm in. And we'll get chat chat G was it chat G uh, TP to to write it for us. Yeah. And uh, we're all good. We're, we're we're in the clear. We're in the clear. Uh, Copyright pending. Don't anybody take this. <laughs> well, I only say this. This has come up recently because I had a work function. One of my colleagues just just uh, found a new role, better job, more money, all that sort of excitement, and we all went out. And, the, and I think that's the worst part about it is that it's not too bad if it's with family. Because mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, yeah, they'll pay me back. I know where you live, all that sort of fun stuff. With friend, like workmates, you're close with them, but you're not like hanging out with, like you're hanging out with them in a work sense, not a, you know, you know, me and Kieran, oh, I'll get the next bill. Like I might never yeah. see you again. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Especially a, since someone's leaving. Yes. <laughs> Makes it even more impossible. But here's my next, my next one here, um, my next bit of a rant, bit of a story. Uh, what is it with boomers, in general, <laughs> and really liking? What's the deal with boomers? <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm just gonna every episode. This should just be called the Boomer Rant Cast. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but what is with them and really enjoying a, a a work social outing? My generation, like, doesn't want to hang around with. I want to hang around with people roughly my own age. Like, I don't mind, like, working with them. But I have nothing in common with someone who's, like, 60 years old, about to retire, or a 50-year-old single woman who has two cats. Or, (laughs) you know, or everyone that's older than me is basically a director and makes a lot more money than I do. And he's like, oh, me and my little house in the uh, southeastern suburbs, which is the expensive part of town... We went, mm-hmm. we went, uh, you know, rowing with my, my, watching my son's rowing team for his university. And I'm sitting there going, man, I am a poor northern suburber, like fa- <laughs> son of an, literally son, like first generation Australian son of an immigrant. I'm lucky that I bought a house, let alone having a generational wealth from when the, uh, the Australians came here on the boats and killed all the Aboriginals. I didn't kill one Aboriginal. No family of mine yeah. killed any Aboriginals around here. <laughs> Uh, I think this is a little bit unfair. I really don't want to talk to you about your boring life of uh, opulence. And uh, you See, got the job I, for nothing. I, I think a lot of it is, I think for one, they they want the social aspect 
of it. Like they want to seem like the cool, like, hey, I may be your boss, but I can let my hair down. I can loosen up my tie. But when it's situations like that to where they're like, oh, yes, we went to the regatta and we watched the rowing competition. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, unless you're like from that ilk, like yeah. you you're not going to be able to relate. And it's just like, cool, it, good for you and your money. It, it really does go <laughs> more than that because they're just so out of touch with i guess like, it's like listening to a celebrity you're like oh you know like lockdown was really hard i had to spend all my time in my mansion and i couldn't work i had on to a eat movie. bread oh whoa is me and i'm like <laughs> some people couldn't feed themselves <laughs> you mm. know very different but i think as well you say that they're trying to be cool and relaxed and a part of you know uh part of, but they but they're just they're just not like the distinction between boss, I think. That, okay, I can't get drunk because if I get drunk, technically I'm on work time, and anything yeah. I do or say is technically part of that work experience. So I don't talk about the podcast to my colleagues at work because this mm-hmm. podcast sometimes, Good move. <laughs> yeah, sometimes gets a bit racy, that's <laughs> a bit dicey. <laughs> you know, we we talk about things. But I'll talk about it with them, definitely not off the clock, about certain aspects of this show. But I wouldn't want to go, oh, I'm recording a podcast, Mr. Director. Uh, yeah. You know, Miss, Miss CEO. I don't want to talk about, like, you know, the time I talked to the guy that wore diapers and and <laughs> and my bit I wrote about pretending I was going to talk about how bad the Jews were, but really I was talking about the <laughs> 19, 1918 uh, Olympic Olympic marathon, you know. Yeah, the race wars. Oh God, I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, what are they doing? And then you came up with it, and I was just dying at my desk. It's like this is fucking brilliant. Well, you know, it was time to rank all the races, and you should see. <laughs> it I was. Wish, I wish I had video of that because Kieran's face, uh, his asshole, really shrank up. It went it, a whole body from colon to mouth just shrank up into like. I, I was right there too. To again, I'll never be able to work again. Um, you know, I can't talk about that with my colleagues because otherwise I might get fired for yeah. uh, literally just having a joke. I, and I think as well, they want, they want that social connection with, with other people and they just have the worst ideas. So we were meant to have uh, ideas to go, Hey, we're going to all going to get together for a morning tea. Already I'm out. Morning tea is the worst time of day. <laughs> Uh, we're all going to sit down and eat cake. And I'm like, oh, I don't really eat cake because I'm just, you know, not a sweet person. Not a person. sweets guy. <laughs> yeah. And then what we're going to do is each team's going to come up and talk about, them, tell us one fun fact about themselves. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh this Jesus. is just, this just gets, every single step gets worse and worse. Yeah. Like, what am I going to say? Oh, I've been playing music for 20 years. Oh, great. I don't care. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, we had one director do it and took, oh, I was an extra ones on MasterChef. I don't know if you've got that show in the, in the US, but yeah, I was a background yeah. there, character on MasterChef. I'm like, wow, you Ooh. have a... Ru- <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have hit your peak. Wow, what a, what a <laughs> 10 out of 10 performance you just got there. <laughs> oh, I speak three languages. Wow. Great. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> I can make farted sounds yep. on my hand. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I yeah. can do all of that. <laughs> oh, I actually have five children. Oh, good one. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand. I think just my generation, like I'm like 30 years old, right? My generation doesn't want to do that. Work is a very much a work 
work is work. Mm-hmm. And everything that's not work, even the people, is has to be away from that work environment. I don't want to hang around my boss or my or my junior or my team or whatever it is when it's not work time. And I think that's going to be a big distinction going forward when the boomers finally die off <laughs> and our generation sort of comes up. It's like, nah, I don't want to hang around with you. I've got friends. You know in Seinfeld? Yeah. You know in Seinfeld where uh, Elaine or like, you know, Jerry's got a guy coming. So, oh, I want to hang out. This like, I've already got enough friends. I've got three yeah. friends. That's all I need. I've got exactly. enough friends. I've known these guys like like Kieran for fifteen plus years. You know, it's going to be very hard. It's like for I'm you good. To get all these jokes. <laughs> well, and and the thing is, like, I'm even noticing it too. That it's like the older I get, because I remember like back in my early twenties that. It would almost be like sometimes a nightly thing or at least every Friday that like a whole shitload of us from work would go to the bar, you know, or go to a house party, whatever. But it seems like now it's happening less and less. And I think a lot of it has happened because of like social media, because it's like, well, why do I have to go out and hang out with these people when I can see everything you're doing online? Mm. Like, I'm fine. I'm good. (laughs) And plus, like, I don't know how it is in Australia, but like a lot of companies in the U.S., like it's not heavily enforced everywhere, but they actually have like very strict policies about uh, fraternization outside of work. And so it's just like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. (laughs) And it deters you from actually being proper. Like, you know, you want to be able to say a a, a bad joke or you want to be able to do something absolutely stupid or, you know, and I don't think you can when you have these potential life breaking, you know, lose your job, lose your livelihood, which, you know, it's basically killing someone. You know, if you can't Mm -hmm. let them earn money for me, it's like, you're just killing someone. I'm Pretty just, much, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just over it. So, boomers, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Have your own boomer <laughs> club in in the corner there, and I, I will go home to my wife and my actual friends. Who, you know, if I say bad things, they go, "That's that's funny. That's that's what I want. That's what I want in my life. That's what I want in my life." Oh, well, I'm out of rants, but we do have. Do you have any news for us? I've said a couple of articles we can go through, and we can then um, get into our favorite bit of the show, which is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> let I I swear I had a bookmark. There's that's okay. Something's... Well, while you look for that, let me play you the new stinger for the news. I gotta love Joe Pesci introducing the news for you. <laughs> Makes it all so much better and easier to. I wouldn't to have understand. it any other way. <laughs> uh, he's my favorite. Uh, he's the only positive Italian uh, actor role model that we have as an Italian group. Uh, <laughs> so we've just got to take what we what we can get. Here's an opinion article from a Carolyn Webb. She's a, a writer for this Sunday, a, a Sydney Morning Herald, which is a very average newspaper news source here. But this is a this is an opinion piece, and I thought I'd bring it in because you know, again, I like that American Australian contrast. the The title is "Am I am uncomfortable using the word mate? Am I un Australian?" <laughs> You see a lot of ochre language, which is like very Australian, nor- like Northern Australian language. When you address someone, it's a practice the nation seems to be divided on. 
I am speaking primarily about the word mate, for which some of us don't feel quite right using in everyday speech. I feel a little heret uh, heretical or un-Australian to say so, but there it is. I'm not alone. While some people are in the camp of, I address everyone from the Prime Minister to my garbo as mate. Others say the mate is, is, is as twee or too strine or fake, emotionally invasive. So this woman here, mate is a very common Australian term. You can come here. I, I'm sure you've seen the meme. You call your mates cunt and your cunt's mate. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we do that here. We're very abrasive sort of people in, in the world. Um, but mate is a, a, a very positive. It's not like uh, you can't say derog. Like every word you can say derogatory, mm -hmm. you know, but it's very much a positive. If someone is your mate, that's a good thing. Unless yeah. this is the big thing that we do here in Australia. I don't know if you do that this in in America. Very Australian thing to do. I hope you adopt it. Is that <laughs> when you're with your with your mate and you see someone walk in who's definitely someone that nobody likes, or you, at least your your mate doesn't like, you go you point to them and go, Hey, it's your mate. It's a very Australian <laughs> thing to do. Uh but we're really good as, as Australians to saying the opposite. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is something else that I've picked up as language goes on. Uh, it's like, oh, you know, oh, look, it's rain. You know, how's the weather? And we go, oh, well, it's not raining when it's sunny. <laughs> you know, it, it, we, yeah. we just say the opposite. It's, it's another thing we do. But mate's very much a positive term for this woman to go. I feel un-Australian not using the word mate. I feel like you are un-Australian. I think that if, if you're thinking it and you're writing it, you probably are. Very positive well, word. It well, yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of, oh, God, it was in the beginning of all, like, this wokeness and mm. PC shit that people were losing their fucking minds if you were addressing, like, saying, hey, guys, or or even saying, like, dude, <laughs> like, that's just, like, I'm not calling you a dude. I'm not calling you a guy. It's just, like, it's, a it's kind group. of like an yeah, it's and it's kind of like an attention getter, like, hey guys, yeah. like it it's that kind of level of asinineness that it's just like you're fixating there there's so many things to worry about in this world and you're fixating on whether or not you should use an uh, a benign word. Uh, <laughs> my mom has been an English teacher since like uh, the cavemen started to draw on cave paintings and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> And we are talking about this to her. And my favorite thing she's have, she said about this, she goes, it's a pronoun. Like, you know, the they, them pronouns and the zergs and the zigs and the, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. And I'm, I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, you never say pronouns in front of the person. You only say it yeah. when they're not there. Yeah. I don't go to Kieran when you're there. Hey, they, they, you know, you go, oh, they did this or he did that. When they're not yeah. here in the room or you're not talking to them. It's always when they're not there. So why make a big deal about it when, <laughs> when they're well, not there? Well, and even like... Well, even if they are in the room, like, I mean, if you're, if you're kind of like jabbing, I'm like, yeah, this asshole over here. Like, yes. You don't say... This, he, she, them, yes. they, zerb, yeah. like. <laughs> if they're in the vicinity, you only talk about people externally with pronouns. You never use it. Inter and that's one thing I've never understood about this whole thing. They're talking about something when people aren't even there. They're trying to change your speech, the way you talk, when you're they're not there. 
Which is, I think, even yeah. more insidu- insidious than than actually being there and trying to change your speech. Yeah, like don't say swear words in front of little kids. Completely understand. You don't want to teach them yeah. that. Don't say the wrong pronoun when they're not there. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? Like, if you're addressing them, like, if you want them to grab it, like, say, if you point at them, hey, you, like, is that not good enough? No. Or, like, even in your situation, like, hey, mate, can you grab that? Like, are you supposed to say, hey, he, they? Or it, the whole pronoun thing is so fucking retarded. I think the biggest <laughs> thing about this, and same as the mate sort of thing, they're trying to get you on language. You, uh, I'm sure you've seen like period pieces type of, um, uh, what do you call it? Like do- films, documentaries, television, shows, like period. Like they're all dressed up in the fa- fancy frocks. Yeah. Or like, Bridgerton's an example, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that because Jess watched it all and I sort of sat in, right? <laughs> Shh. Uh, but <laughs> they all have to act like a certain way and present themselves in a certain way. They can't wear the same dress twice because it looks like you don't have money or that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that we've sort of outgrown that and we still need something like to show that we are like, it's always like more liberal states. I'll say like, you know, you get Californians, your Melbournes, your, you know, mm-hmm. we're like, sort of similar in that sort of sense. And they think they're better than everybody else. And yeah. I think they do that. They're like, well, we can be better than anyone else because we can add all this additional language and we know all the rules, but you don't. And that's why you're not as good as us. It's a, it's and then a, we'll get mad at you for not knowing That's the rules. right. You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> okay, we're playing, we're playing Monopoly. How do you play? Well, 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 well. You just have to work <laughs> it out, don't you? Maybe you should do you the research. son of a bitch. You, just look, you should just do the research. Well, you're here. Just explain it to me in a way that... You know, that way I can learn and play and be the same as you guys. Now nah, you, you do your own research. Well, okay, well, now mm-hmm. the earth is flat and um, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> <laughs> and there's chemtrails in the That's sky right. and they're the turning the frogs the gay. And Kanye was right the whole time. That's it. <laughs> uh, the, the word mate, look, uh, the fact that she's, she's uh, uh, again, a lot of the people who work for uh, – publications in australia i'm sure it's the same in the u.s go to ivy league type you know highbrow schools they get a degree in journalism they get handed a crappy you know they get handed these jobs through nepotism Mm -hmm. and they write crap like this and the average person which i i'd like to think that i'm pretty average goes you you got you got you got bigger things to worry about than yeah this you know this is why your job is being taken over by an ai and my job isn't. <laughs> that's that's the real well, reason, yeah. And the funny thing is that it's just like news isn't even news anymore. Like you have this dribble like that, that it's these asinine opinion pieces. Yes. And it's just like, that's not even like, why, why did you feel the need? Yeah, it's not news. Like this has no effect. Well, I mean. I guess to go on like a little side rant that it's just like I question a lot of reality because it's like you see all this shit happen online. You see people get pissed off about it on the news. But I have never once encountered anybody who's ever had a pronoun who has ever like gotten uppity like i've never seen anybody throw tantrums in public like none of that and it's just like i think this just exists online just to stir the pot because everybody thinks online is the real world no it's not and guess what folks it's not 
this is the same as I, I, I'm, I don't know if you watch a show called Catfish, and all these people yeah. have online relationships. Yeah, exactly, you, you know that they have online relationships. They're like, I've never met this person. I haven't seen them online. I've only talked to them or texted them. And every time I just look at that and I just go, well, then it's not a real relationship. That, yeah. That doesn't exist. Like if that person you haven't either physically seen like eye to eye or you haven't even seen like like virtually like we have or you haven't touched them, mm-hmm. especially like as a, as a romantic relationship. Yeah. It's not really a romantic relationship if you haven't been in the same room as someone because being online yeah, with someone. Yeah, you haven't sealed the deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like that physical like, you know, when you talk to someone on the phone and then you finally meet them in person, you go, fuck, I hate that person. They sounded so lovely yeah. on the phone. <laughs> Absolute cunt in person. I just know you're going to be annoying. Yeah. And it's very rarely, ooh, it's very rarely the other way around. Oh, I think you froze. Did we just drop out there? Oh. <laughs> That's Australian internet for you. It got worse here <laughs> than it did in my old place. But yeah, very rarely do you go into a place and, you know, talk to someone on the phone, you like them, and then you go into them and you see them. And if you don't like their instant connection with them, you just, it, they're just done. They're just absolutely yeah. done. Uh, but yeah, but mate, I don't know, use it. It's a great word. Um, you know, like I said, your friends are cunts and, you, and, and your people you hate are mates. That's usually the way it is around here. You know, uh, like you know, if I introduce Kieran to someone that I want him to get to know properly, you go, ah, that guy's a dickhead, and everyone's like, ah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I get it. He's, he's okay. I, he's gonna, he's gonna laugh at the jokes. He's gonna know the Simpsons references. He's gonna be okay. It's yeah. An important thing. Uh, well, that's We're gonna take that. over. That's it. Take over, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's American now. That's it. <laughs> well, have you got some news for us as well? I tried to find my article and I guess i didn't bookmark it i've got one more because i think we're gonna you know what how about we skip the news i think we're done with the news because what i really want to chat about is another australian icon and that is (laughs) a certain lady that kieran and i have reviewed many a times it's the abby chatfield show uh it's a lot now i think you did a little i think you've listened to our shows talking about her before and i i I think uh, you know i said let's review it again i'd like to get a woman's perspective that you know and someone from international as well to to get to a female international perspective on not only abby but the show itself and <laughs> i don't think you were really prepared for how bad this episode actually was i think i know i think i made the show sound better than what it was and it's- <laughs> well i knew it wasn't gonna be good just because of like the clips that you guys had played before and it's just like this bitch is a mess but actually having to sit down and listen to this and like i told you i didn't listen to it once i listened to it three times i don't know why you do that like once and then you try to get clips and that's that's pretty much how i do it (laughs) i'm a glutton for punishment okay so uh I thought to myself, you probably don't know exactly who she is. I'll give you a little bit of a background because sometimes people don't, uh, especially internationally, don't know who people are. So she is what we like to call a Z-grade celebrity here in Australia. And she began her illustrious career, can't speak today, her famous (laughs) career on a, like, season nine of The Bachelor. So she was a Bachelor contestant who came second and was known throughout the whole series of just being overtly horny and humping the guy. Jesus. And she, like I said, came second. It was like that. Uh, but 
her most infamous part and what they used in the advertisements for the season of The Bachelor she was on was what she said the first meeting. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen the show. They walk mm. up, and you know, some sort of gardeny sort of thing and they go, hi, how are you? My name is XYZ. And they have a little chat and then you get like a little clip and then the next woman, like a conveyor belt comes through, like a production line. Next woman yep. comes in. So this is what she said to the to the bachelor. What are you doing? Uh, I'm a uh, astrophysicist. Okay, I'm uh, a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> so they use that as the as the stinger, as the as the advertisements here for the Bachelorette. So that's where we, that's her uh, the Bachelor. Sorry, that's how she started her career. From there, she became like an online sex thing. Uh, and then she was became like a co-host of some radio show because that's all we ever do. We get people from reality television and we put them on the radio here. That just shows how <laughs> terrible radio is. <laughs> Face for radio. Yeah, well, and then and then she eventually went on to make this podcast and she was also a host of the 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 fantastic show that is Masked Singer down here. So when Masked Singer had all these A-list I'll say A-list celebrities mm-hmm. be the hosts and it was costing them too much money. So they got rid of all the hosts and they got her. <laughs> <laughs> so that just shows the level of, of, you know, where she is in the, in the hierarchy of Australian television. Uh, they I always, think they should have kept the original hosts. I don't think they could afford <laughs> the, the original hosts, which is exactly why they got rid of all of them. Uh, not only that, she, um, I believe like there's a news website here called news.com.au. It's part of the Murdoch conglomerate okay. of that sort of thing. Cause he's Australian too, believe it or not. Um, and I have this feeling that Abby's PR team, when you're talking about news, not being real or like the, uh, what is real online, what is not real online. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Abby's PR team gets channel especially when she's got upcoming projects gets like what she's doing on twitter or what she's doing on instagram and they make news articles out of her yeah i was looking her up and there's like her most recent one is like she's all butthurt over the fact that like people paparazzi was at the beach taking pictures of her topless and she's like yeah i flash my tits whenever i so choose and at nude beaches but how dare you and it's just like yeah what yeah there was a photo of her used for one of our shows that she got upset that when she had like a one night stand or she wasn't wearing makeup she was putting the bins out or something a photographer took a photo of her and they put that in the like some news article but it was about her complaining that it was in a news article and i'm like i'm (laughs) i don't think this is how how it works so it was very interesting to for me to uh to look at this person and again we always look for like the work. I try to find Australian podcasts that are really bad. And I think this is like, for me, this is like my cash cow because every single episode just gets absolutely worse than the last. And I think this new episode for her in 2023 uh, might take the cake for the, the worst episode yet. Uh, but you've got a whole bunch of clips here. Uh, do you want to start off the clips there? Yeah, let's let's start off at the beginning. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to play my clip one, which just to introduce this, like 
this is her new year, new Abby, whatever. <laughs> she's telling all of her stories. But first, she's talking about, or who is that guy who's on the show? Oh, Matt? Oliver? Oh, Oliver, yeah, or, yeah. Oliver, uh, Oliver, yeah. So that's... he's like, I think, because I think there is a video aspect to the show, but I can never find it. And I think he's the videographer. I might be okay. wrong. I might be wrong. There sounds like there's other people in the room. We'll get to those. But Oliver, I think, is the videographer. And I have a clip about him as well. Yeah. And it, it might be the same clip because it's he's telling a story about how he was in the hospital and <laughs> Abby... <laughs> Is Abby and yeah, go ahead. We and had the play same clip, clip there. <laughs> Oscar had an issue over. He was telling me a very sad story, and I was taking <laughs> selfies while he was telling it. <laughs> yeah, I was really sick at the end of last year, and I was in the emergency department of hospital, <laughs> and I was looking over at Abby, and all you're doing is just taking selfies. Well, Good I told selfies, you, mind you. And and also, compassion, <laughs> and compassion. Also, I was listening. I can multitask, babe. With ADHD, sometimes yeah, that's it's true, better true. to do things with my hands so I can listen better. <laughs> Okay, so actually it's that I care about you so much that I needed to distract myself to listen. Uh, my favourite bit about that is that <laughs> I, I told the story on the podcast ages ago and Nonna called me and then she put me over to Nonna and it sounded like he went back in the 1920s radio. I don't know why <laughs> the videographer's audio is infinitely worse than Abby's and the, and the producer's. I don't, like, did they not give him a proper microphone or is he just I don't off to think the side? they did. <laughs> Which I do want to point out, like, I know in at least a couple of my clips, okay, this is supposed to be a professional produced show. It's garbage. There is an echo constantly. Oh, yes. Like, you can hear. And it's just like, that was driving me fucking nuts. It's just like, <laughs> you're supposed to be professionals here. Like, why? Why? Why I, are there echoes everywhere? I, I definitely <laughs> have a feeling that this podcast is not being as mon like monetized as much or not making as much money. Uh, as they used to. I'm going to give you the e exact reason why. Here's here's something. Uh, this is my. Uh, have a listen to this, and I'll tell you what what this means. <laughs> Vacant when it comes to sex. So, okay. So, did you hear those like a uh, 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 like a, a, a ending stinger and then a starting little stinger? Yeah. Okay. So, in the audio world. Uh, what I've been finding out is that this thing called dynamic ads and what dynamic ads do is let's just say you're listening to the podcast and I'm listening to it. It'll give us different advertisements, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But they don't know when they're going to do it. So they say, Hey, come up with like a little intro outro stinger so that the, uh, the ad always comes in at the same time. We know where to put it, but we can streamline it in. And they go, great, we'll make this little stinger. They tell like the advertisers what they're doing. Here's the stinger. Mm -hmm. You put it in between there, automatically gets changed. I downloaded oh, mine okay. and I listened to it on Spotify too. And I don't know if you heard an ad, but in that <laughs> bit there's meant to be an ad and it was no ad. And I listened to it on multiple devices, just that section there to say my phone, Jess's phone. I downloaded it on two different computers, no advertisement, which means all the advertisers they used to have gone. No shit. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't remember hearing an ad drop in the show. No ads. No ads. Yeah, Just an introduction wasn't... to the Wurundjeri people, which we like to do here in Australia. It's, it's a very strange phenomenon we do here. Um, <laughs> yes, she also lies about ADHD. Let's talk about her ADHD and how oh. nothing is her fault. 
Well, yeah, because I forget all the time. It's actually there's actually a thing like called ADHD tax mm. where you pay more for so many things. Like you know, oh. when you if you like book a flight late or like getting fines or forgetting <laughs> to bring um, like lunch to work and you know like really? things like that, where people end up having a way higher cost of living if they have ADHD. I feel so sorry for her because not only does she have to deal with the pink tax and only getting paid seventy seven cents to the dollar, but now she's got the ADHD tax. Jeez, poor yeah, woman. Yeah, I know. Poor woman that uh, literally has a career. By being a retard <laughs> and being on a television Look, shows. And it's like, okay, you know this woman is attached to her phone 24-7. Yes. Guess what? You can set up reminders. <laughs> I have my calendar full of like when my bills are due, when I have appointments. Mm-hmm. Like it's I don't believe she has ADHD. I think she's just fucking retarded. Yeah. She's stupid. Well, and even like with the whole like her taking selfies when her friend is hurt, that it's just like you are just self-obsessed. Yeah. You you Narcissism. can't get yourself out of your Yes. You can't get yourself out of your own mind. And so that's why you forget everything. <laughs> um another thing she does is so she always talks about sex on her podcast. And here I got yeah, a couple of, uh, couple of uh, thing here, and then she does have sex with especially actors or musicians. She doesn't respect what they do. Oh God! <laughs> Again, this show if, if if this show is sounding very choppy, changey all the time, or what we're talking about is because this is how the show actually is. It's like talking yeah, to a bunch of yeah. There's no flow. Yeah, it's like talking to a bunch of sixteen year old girl, like listening in on a sixteen year old girl's conversation. They're all having different conversations, but they're all the same conversation at the same time. And I don't mm-hmm. know how they do it. But this one here was a very interesting clip to me, and I thought I'd sweeten it with something I've heard before. So it's re- it's a big fear for me. I only sleep with musicians that I don't really like their music. <laughs> <laughs> If I've slept with you and you're a musician, I think you're really talented and I admire what you do and I see the audience. (laughs) I am not that audience. So what are you saying? You didn't like my act? So that's it? (laughs) I can't be with someone if I don't respect what they do. You're a cashier. (laughs) (laughs) I literally thought I was watching an episode of Seinfeld. And I'm sure you've well, like, seen that episode before. Yes, <laughs> like that was a perfect sweetener for it. <laughs> but it's like, how rude. Like, you, then why fuck them? Like, if you have, <laughs> like, if there's nothing for you to gain other than just like a weird notch on your belt, like, why? Like, you're not a fan of them. You're just like, uh, they're hot. Yeah. So fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> like, and she was talking about an Australian um, an artist as well, and I never really heard of them. But, like, it's like, I wouldn't fuck them because they're brothers. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like, calm down, No lady. one said that you had to fuck them at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> uh, going on my boomers rant of, return, of, of work conversation. So they just got back from a holiday. It's so hard to produce a podcast, you know. It uh, is. Uh, here's a great question and uh, the answer to that question so here we go this is from lem lem is the producer who also sounds like she's down a while but we'll get to that <laughs> so, what did you actually do in holidays actually that's the main thing like okay. oh, yeah. where you like on the beach where you're working where you like <laughs> what were you doing on holidays were you at the beach <laughs> or working okay first of all everything about that is wrong no one wants yeah. to know right but this is the answer and all i wrote here is a note is what the fuck 
you know, I got up every day. I was in my house in Byron. I got up every day. We'd go to the go to the bakery, get a coconut iced latte with honey. Yum. And then I would get a sandwich and then Walter and I would go to the beach for three or four hours and walk up. I'd walk, walk for like 15 kilometres every day. We'd just walk because I was like, what mm. else? Listen to podcasts. It was nice. Um, and I also, wow, segue, fucked someone for like a week. Like I saw him like every day, like five days, seven days of a week before. Have you ever seen those uh, things on TikTok or Instagram, whatever it is, and it's like uh, business professional telling me what their day is like or like entrepreneurs and it's like yeah. I wake up every morning and go to the gym and then I have like a latte and then I go to a coffee shop and, I, and I'm like, that's, that's what exactly it sounded what like. It and is. then right at the end, and this and – let you know every day fuck the guy and that guy is a very interesting character in this in this podcast as well yeah like oh what is it um i think yeah my clip three yeah is uh yeah she she gets into why she's so into this actor here we go because what I was trying to do was this, okay? Let me explain. I've also told him this already, so it's okay. So I was, like, getting a crush on him because we were messaging and I was like, oh, he's really smart and, re- and like, squirt-worthy, which we'll, get, which we'll move to later, by the way. <laughs> well, well, we've got a new term. <laughs> no, no, you know how I, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, people would, like, come over this. I'm now saying, like, oh, my God, people would squirt if they saw that. That's my new thing that's happening over the holidays as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this actor that she was, like, DMing with and is apparently going to work with, that she started, like, checking out his movies, and she goes on for later to say that she started, like, playing with herself and getting herself off to his movies. Yeah. And it's just, like, when she said Squirtworthy, <laughs> like, that just sent chills down it my spine. Like, she also says cummies. Like she also says cummies later on as well. I don't have I know. that. Oh, I do. Oh, here we go. Uh, no, that's not the right. So I'm, I can't I'm, remember the. I'm, I, you know. I don't think I took out the clip, but like, she does say cum cummies later on. I was like, I need to take this and just make it into something. <laughs> um, we talked about the audio quality, and I'm glad you picked this up because I picked it up every single time. This is like when we reviewed um, that Siri that podcast of the Ponsa Siri, and I said, please don't oh. record your podcast next to a washing machine. And then she called me misogynistic. And I'm like, well, you know, that's just some good audio advice, I guess. Um, and you picked this up too. It's like, everything sounds like there's an echo. And I've got this clip here. Yeah. Going, Why does the producer sound like they're down a well? What's going on with that picture? I was like, hey, been thinking about your fucking giant penis. How are you? Um, <laughs> what an awesome, like, opening line, to be honest. Yeah. And I love the order. How's your penis? And also, how are you? Yeah. And also, and oh, anyway, how are you going? When are, you, when are we in the same city? Um, yeah, why, why is that guy sound like he's down a well and he's got like a full like delayed echo around him? I, I don't understand. Again, meant well, to be a professional show. Yeah, and, and it happens throughout the entire show. And like all their audio, it it's not like the same. Like every once in a while, Abby's audio will turn to shit. Mm. Like that lem chick, like it all just bounces around and it's like you guys can't even afford to get the same fucking mic. <laughs> Well, it, it, you know, even with different microphones, you can EQ it and, and put some noise reduction in and get it pretty consistent with some with compression. And yet it just sounds like they just record and upload whatever, yeah. whatever happens and put like a stinger in the middle there just to try to get some advertising. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got one here called UTI story. Let's just, oh, I can't remember geez. that. <laughs> here we go. 
usually like we're like we're like friendly, but we're not. I mean, oh, I'm- that's right. Okay, a backstory because we've got to get we've got to set the scene. So she had sex with this gentleman multiple times, like two years ago, and they recently connected back up. And during her holiday, during the break that you know she was doing, going on the beach, getting iced lattes and stuff like that. Walking for 15k. She met up with this guy again and spent like a week or two with him just basically having sex. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is part of the story because there's a bit of a saga I've got here about yeah, this. Yeah, I think, I think after you play yours, um, go ahead and play my two, three, my clip four because right, right. I think that's going to tie into so it. This is what roughly happens after she has sex with him like once or twice. Usually, like we're like we're like friendly, but we're not. I mean, I would say now we're friends after our week of hanging out. But that's just that's a funny line just in 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 itself. <laughs> but let's keep going. So we had, I said at his house at like, the first night, and that was nice. And we had only sex once though, but I was having like like pussy. I was in hospital the next night with the UTI. Anyway, boring. <laughs> but- <laughs> See what kills me is how like she just completely like just brushes past that and it's just yeah, like I that's what it, I want to know about. Yeah, because I mean honestly, I don't know if you've ever had a UTI. I've had a couple of them in my lifetime, once as an adult, and I guarantee you if you have a UTI, especially if it warrants you to go into the hospital for it, like you aren't going to be having sex. Like that shit hurts bad. That's, that's what I've and been it's told. Just like she just totally glossed over that. And it's just like, whoa, record sketch, like rewind, bring it back to that. Like, how did you get this? You dirty bitch. You know, one of the things that I've really learned how to do on, uh, by being on this show and interviewing people is that you've got to let them talk for a bit and then go, whoa, whoa, whoa. One of the things you said right, like in the middle or the beginning that mm-hmm. there's something in there and I've got to <laughs> dig a little bit deeper into like when we talked to the flat earth guy and he was talking about this and that and then he was like talking about the ocean and all this sort of stuff and then I just go to him a simple question have you ever seen the ocean in real life and he said no and I'm like well this is a very interesting this is the start of an interesting conversation <laughs> now you know what I mean and it's the yeah. same for this there's a bit there's a oh, oh we had sex and then I got a UTI went to the hospital but I came back and had more sex I'm like, whoa wait a whole more a minute <laughs> Let's go back yeah. to that UTI. We need to discuss this just a little bit more, a little bit more. But she's having well, sex. And the thing yeah. is, like, if if you get a UTI from having sex, that means one of two things. Either you are a dirty person, which I'm very much leaning towards that, or you aren't peeing after going to the bath or yes. having sex because – that is like rule number one, at least for a woman. You pee after sex. Doesn't yep. matter if it's a condom. Doesn't matter if it's just from getting oral. You pee after it. It's a cleaning period, out system. Period and a subject. Cleans it yes. all out. Cleans it out. Same for men. So, it's the same sort of thing. So uh, further thing that it's just like this bitch is dumb and now she's gross. <laughs> We've got a clip number four. You said let's go to this one here. Yes, we slept together for like a couple of a couple of times, and then there was first lockdown. No, second lockdown. And then I saw him after the second lockdown completely ended and we had an awful time. Like we had a borderline fight because mm. we were having sex and I couldn't come and I was getting frustrated and he was like, what the fuck? Like he was like, because I didn't have sex for four months and I fucked him and I was like, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And then I couldn't come, yeah. I think, because lockdown made me not well and my libido mm. was fucked. So then he was like, yeah, I just feel like I've, I just forgotten that's what you need now rather than like coming really easily with me all the time. But he's like, sometimes it feels like you're just using me to masturbate. 
and I don't feel as though you're present and I don't I don't like it. That makes me feel really shit about myself. And Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> See, and I had like when she was prattling on about this, it's just like she's saying, Oh yeah, we had almost a borderline fight. No, I guarantee you this was full on screaming, <laughs> that she was probably in tears. Like there's no way she had a civil adult communication yeah. conversation. Uh, I- I can't, with this guy. I can't imagine him going, I just feel like you're using me as a sex toy and it going swimmingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way in hell. And this is obviously no. a, a a jilted relationship. Like, I think, you know, I always say this when I see these types of people on, on screen, men or women. But I just go, let's start. Like, first thing I would ask her, what's your relationship with your dad like? Let's start with that. I guarantee you it's not as good as mine, right? And I feel like here, like, she's just trying to get validation from this guy. But she almost is blocking out that that she's having sex. It's just about her. Like, she's so egotistical in that sense. And that narcissistic. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, Which I'm I can having- guarantee. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, she's so, like, you know, like, sex for her is like, I'm giving you sex, but also I'm getting off. So... I don't really care about you. And it comes up later on. Uh, she just doesn't see the, she just thinks sex is an act. And for her, she's getting something out of it. And just her being there, they're getting something out of it, but that's just not how it works at all. Well, and the thing is that, you know, that she's the type that she goes on and on that, Oh guy, you know, they don't even care about a woman's <laughs> pleasure. It's all just about them. And yet here she is basically saying that, yeah, I disconnect. It's about me. It's me time. You're just here for the ride. <laughs> yes. But if a guy were to basically oh. say that same shit about her, that, yeah, you're basically just a living blow up doll for me. I'm just looking to bust but, a nut. But she bas- like she would lose her shit. But she's basically just said that exact same yeah. things. Like, oh, uh, the guy's just there for my pleasure. No, I don't care about mm-hmm. his at all. Um, Lem brings up something that Abby once said to her. <laughs> this is the what I like to call the potato metaphor. <laughs> but it's like the potato thing that you told me last year. What potato thing? You said that when I told you, you don't have to come. You told me it's like a potato that's dry without any butter. It is. But now I've realized that maybe a dry potato wasn't that bad because but may- what I've realized is maybe the dry potato can spontaneously put on some Natalex, which is not it's not as good as the butter but it's something is all I'm beautiful saying beautiful metaphor thank you so, so I'm, I'm vibing a Natalex sponsorship I think I, I, I could, you know it's coming soon yeah. me saying it's not coming as good soon. as butter um, but so Natalex, it'll do um, okay I, I probably left that clip a little bit too long but she made the comparison like a potato and sex and she's trying to justify her reasoning behind it. I'm like, why Why did you do this? You, we already have the perfect metaphor for sex. And that's in, in in the food space. And that's pizza. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like pizza. You know, if it's bad, it's still pretty good. And if it's great, it's fantastic. And that's exactly. the same for sex. Why would you, you, we had a formula, the Italians, <laughs> we did it. We made the perfect meal for the comparison to sex. And you ruined it with a fucking potato, which are always average. <laughs> See, I think I think maybe she was making a dig at her because I think that Lem chick is Irish. Maybe. 
<laughs> so maybe, so maybe she was putting. I didn't even think of that. Speaking, because <laughs> like I picked up on that. It's like I think she's Irish or Scottish, but yeah, the whole potato metaphor. Maybe she was just trying to like break it down so maybe she understood. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Here's something you're familiar with. <laughs> yeah, potatoes. Uh. Uh, I think we've just uh, talked about this a little bit, or we've implied it anyway. Abby's very good at interrupting people and being the center of attention. Now, <laughs> this clip here has a lot of things going into it, and I don't know if you picked up on this either, but I have a question for you post this clip, uh, because you're a woman and I need your, your input. Here we go. Yes. Thing because I bought the first ever vibrator that I actually liked in December. I think you meant the first ever built. No, I, no, I no. actually was the first vibrator. No, you gave me one of your vibrators. Yes. That was great. But this one is a surface one. And oh. I loved it so much that now I am getting in the habit of like using it every time. Yeah. And it doesn't desensitize you. There's studies to show this, but it also, I think mentally, you know that it'll be easier with the vibrator. So you just yes. grab for it because it's like, well, I, I can come... Yeah. In 15 minutes with my hands or with, you know, someone eating me out. Or I could just... <laughs> and then you're done. Okay, so Lem was obviously trying to talk about uh, her new vibrator. And I thought, you know, maybe a bit of Lem back and forth would be nice. Nabby just takes it off. But the real question <laughs> is, have you ever seen a friend and gone, thank you very much for letting me have your secondhand vibrator. It was fantastic. Because I just think to myself, that is the worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. It's like, mate, did you use the cock ring? I, I, I've used it before, but yeah. I thought you would like it. But no. <laughs> no. Well, and when she said that, like, I actually had to rewind it because it's just like, okay, did I, did I hear her wrong? Did she say, like, your old vibe? Yes. Like, and I just couldn't believe it. It's just like, no. Like, maybe... If you hated that person, <laughs> yeah, this is a gag like, gift. It's a gag yeah. gift, like you know. But she, yeah, like I, I wouldn't like, even share if someone goes, like I would never even go. Hey, Kieran, here's a great link of porn. Like, there's no <laughs> way. Like, I'm not doing that. Like that, and that's sharing a video, like you know, o online. I would never like a, a toy. A, a, an apparatus has been near my genitals for the purpose of my pleasure <laughs> and giving it to a friend. Uh, that just sounds like the worst of every world I could possibly imagine. I don't understand. Is that a thing women do? <laughs> if it is, it's no woman I've ever known because I have never received nor given a used toy to anyone. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, I can understand like if it's something that you really like, like recommending, oh yes. my God, you need to go out and buy this, like totally understand. Makes or sense. if like, that's why I had to rewind it because I thought maybe like she misspoke and it's mm. just like, oh, that vibrator you gave me, not your old. No, it was. And it's like, uh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> it was definitely an old secondhand one that she's like. You, yeah, uh, oh, I had to rewind that a few times to be perfectly honest there. Have uh, you got any more clips you want to go through? I've got a bunch of here called Abby's Lying, um, which I'm sure I, we'll know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think because um, she kind of just prattles on for a little bit like during this part, but it really starts picking up again. 
Um, play my clip number five. This one, my next two clips are going to be kind of longer, but it's That's like, okay. you have to listen to you know, it. We've got clips here. I'm just having a look at the timings and our clips are very similar in length. So I guarantee we're at the same <laughs> point in the episode. Here we go. Clip number five. But how this kind of actually started was I was talking about how I, I squirted once. I hadn't seen yeah. him for a long time. And I was like, oh, guys, by the way, I can squirt now. So I know this is like at dinner. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, but I don't know how I did it. I'm so confused about how it happened. Like I don't, yeah. I'm so confused and I wish I had a way of figuring it out. And then the girl, she's like, what if I just teach you? Like what if we just do like an instructional, instructional threesome when we get home? Okay, I was that's like, that's hot. <laughs> okay. Yes. So this, this, this story is amazing. So she's out to dinner with a guy she used to fuck and she's still friends with him, but she now, he now has a, a girlfriend and he's out to, she's out to dinner with both of them and the discussion of sex comes up and I'm like, no, that, that all of that is false. Every single part about this story is not true. Mm-hmm. There's no one in history who's had sex with someone, stays in friends with them, and now meets their partner and goes out to dinner with them to talk about sex. In what universe is this a real thing? Am I just not cool enough? <laughs> do I not hang around with the cool kids? This is not well, a thing well, that people do, right? <laughs> no. And I was even telling my husband about this part and... I told him, I'm just like, I don't even think porn stars would have dinners or like conversations no. like this at dinner. Like who fucking talks about, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I squirted guys. Like who does that? You would have to be the most tactless, <laughs> classless human being on earth to just like throw it out there she, being like, oh, I squirted. Oh, hey, let's have an instructional three-way. Like it, it, um, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> unreal i i have this clip here called uh abby is lying i wonder if it's the same clip i can't remember now because he, because he said you know we always have really good sex just sometimes i feel like it's not it's it's just good rather than being yeah mind-blowing you know Mm-mm. like it's just when you're not um really there but he also said that he also makes me come like seven times when we're having sex so he's, yeah he probably has the lesser end of the experience of me having to dissociate well would you prefer seven orgasms or one really oh this is a big clip so let's just take that one, she said she has seven orgasms in one... Bullshit. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Off the bat, right? Well, would you prefer seven orgasms or one really fucking good one that lasts for half an hour, which is how long a pig's orgasm lasts, by the way? <laughs> which is... A, okay, this clip is just the most amazing <laughs> clip ever. I, uh, this is just... So she's had seven orgasms, apparently, and Lim goes, would you rather have one or multiple or one big one like a pig does? <laughs> Why bring that up? I don't know. You're putting her in the same category. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I know. Half an hour? Pig orgasm. Look it up. Don't ask me how. Are I you came a piggy? Wink, <laughs> wink. Wink, wink. Um, no, no but think... do you prefer like multiple orgasms or or one really good one? If you were to say like all I think of multiple them. because then I can really? keep going. I think after one big one, I get really tired and go, time for raisin toast and sleep. <laughs> No, I prefer one. Really? One big one, yeah, definitely not seven. Oh, she's a piggy. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> I, I did kind of like that. I thought that was like a nice little jab. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Oliver, whatever his name was. He, he yeah. you know, despite the fact he sounds like he's in a well, um, he definitely gives the best joke of the whole show. <laughs> it's a- well, and okay, like 
obviously anybody who's had sex with another person, men and women orgasm differently. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it is possible to have multiple in one session, but you're not going like you aren't spent the way a man is spent if they have an orgasm. Like, even if you have one super duper powerful one, like, yeah, you're going to be like spent, but it's not. <laughs> It's not like how she brought it up. It's like, just like, oh, I'm I'm gonna take a nap. It's like, oh, I'm <laughs> having yeah. seven. Bam, bingo, bingo, yeah. bingo. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, if if you're gonna have multiple, it's one of those that it's just like, okay, you have one. Then a few minutes later or whatever, that it's just like, bam. It's not like orgasm, 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 orgasm. It's just like so, what? <laughs> it's just like she she's so full of shit. Um. She's obviously a whore. I hate this woman. <laughs> She's yeah. obviously a whore. And I'm gonna, you think? Yeah. And here we go. And what she describes, like, when she, she does say something in the show where I'm like, that's actually normal activity that you do with your partner. Uh, and she doesn't realize that. Here we go. Maybe it's time we all start communicating after sex about how the sex was for mm. each other and saying, you know, what would you like? What did you like about that? And what did you, not even negative. It's like, what did you like about that? Yeah, just don't do it in the middle of it. No. Because no, that's no. fucking awkward. No. And also, I mean, you can do it with a one-night stand, but I feel like I'm mm. really glad that, that he brought this up. So, you know, discussing your likes and, and dislikes in the bedroom is a very normal <laughs> activity yeah. you do with your, with your partner. And she said, don't do it in the middle of sex. I'm like, no, you should probably do it, you know, if you do something or someone does something to you and you don't like it, I'd probably mention it straight away. Not uh... yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> if <laughs> if if there's entrance into the wrong area, then it's just like, hey now, hey, not digging that. Yeah. Let's stop. So or you know bit, hey, don't you know bite me. Where, yeah, you know that bit where you shoved a, uh, a dildo <coughs> in my ass for like twenty minutes. Kind of wasn't into that. No, no, you should probably tell that. As it's flying in, like from from a distance. Yeah, so communication at all times, <laughs> that's kind of important. She's amazing <laughs> she's I mean, having this revelation. <laughs> I mean, kudos to her for actually once having a rational, normal thought, but she derails very quickly back in, to her insanity. Uh, you've got a really long clip here, cl- n- clip number six. That looks like, I think we can end probably on that one there. What do you, what do you got for us? <laughs> Yeah, this one. Okay, so she in my clip five, she had mentioned that she met up with her ex and her and his girlfriend and they're going to have this instructional three way and she's going to teach her how to squirt. Okay, I've got the same. You just (laughs) (laughs) you have to listen to how she explains how it's possible to squirt, because I don't think she even knows anatomy because none of this is possible. <laughs> none of it. Absolutely. That's none. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna play. I was going to play before we talk about it. Here we go. Let me know we need to pause at any time. Okay. okay. What was My it? friend was similar to me, could not squirt, learn how to squirt. Here's what it is. She said, so you know you can like feel the like liquid yeah. inside. I'm going to call it the squirt sack. <laughs> okay. Pause. So- the, the bladder. It's, it's, the, it's the bladder. <laughs> Yeah, there there is no part like women are not like men. We don't have semen. We don't have anything that is a liquid sack other than our bladder. That's, it. That's the one. 
I remember, and, and I, 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 maybe just my generation, I went to an all-boys school, but there was a period in time where squirting in porn was a big thing. I don't know if it's a big thing now, but I think yeah. maybe because it was like, you know, high school and everyone's talking about, you know, a- access to pornography and all that sort of stuff. But squirting was a really big thing for for a while. And it was over time where guys go, no, it's pretty, actually pretty disgusting. It is just pee. Pee, yeah. And we're all like, and actually, no one's really into this anymore. There's no yeah, pee, and there's no juice sack or whatever whatever she called no. it. <laughs> and I remember, like, even on, like, WATP that he had Dr. Steve on there. And he said that it's it's not pee, but it's, like, it's a hair away from being yeah, pee. So, yeah. basically, it is pee. And it's just like what I, I'm concerned for her health. If she has a liquid filled sack <laughs> inside of her, like she needs to see a doctor because oh. I have a feeling that ain't that ain't pee or squirt, but like how, how that many could be an infection. Yeah, what what she has is a UTI. We've established yeah. this. <laughs> it's just a continuation <laughs> of that. Oh. Shall we continue on with okay. this clip? <laughs> yes, keep it keep it rolling. <laughs> Thing. And like people, the person who I was fucking, the, the man like before, he was like, I can feel it there, but like it's not releasing. It's weird. Okay. And everyone's always like, I can I, I can feel it as well, but I just don't know where, like what I, what am I waiting for? Like what does my pussy need to do? Because I can't really come from internal stuff. Yeah. Babe, all you do is push down like you're pushing out a tampon. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> thoughts comments <laughs> okay for one i think the sack that she's talking about like for one if it isn't some pus filled sack inside of her that i think she's trying to talk about the g-spot i think so too but she does and not- she's just retarded yes yes <laughs> and second of all this whole tampon thing okay i'm a lady I use tampons when it's that time of the month. I know what she's talking about as far as when you pull out the tampon that sometimes, yes, you have to like... Give it a little... You don't understand because you don't have a vagina, but it's like, it's kind of like that same push when you take a shit. Yes. But... Well, look, wife's about to have a baby and they're like, you're probably going to poo yourself because it's the same action. Yes. But... Okay, let me finish commenting it after Abby explains it so brilliantly. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> like, again. like, okay, but you know we have a tampon in sometimes and you lose a string. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Oscar? that has happened to me. Yeah, and you yes. have to and you have to give birth to a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like oh, Amy, you laugh. I feel like it's Amy laughing. Does she understand? <laughs> um, so like when you like when you like you, and you have to like push out like you're pushing out like a reverse oh. kegel. Okay, Push. okay. Babe, that's all you do. Really? That's all. I'm doing Why it now. No one told me. Oh, you just push. Not one person. And then, and the and the way she described it was. Wow, I'm gonna try that. Yes, she said. Sometimes if I need to poo, I'm I don't do it because it's just, it, it's like you're just pushing everything out, and she's like, you might shit yourself if you do it when you need to poo. If you really need to poo. Or okay, way to go to ruin it for me now because I always worry about. <laughs> that's why she always worries about having to poo. Oh God. Okay. Oh. So. <laughs> If if there were any truth to this, every woman pulling out a tampon 
that say if you're struggling with it, I mean, I don't know what she's talking like. I don't know how hard she's pulling out her her tampon if she's losing strings or how cheap her tampons are. I've never had that happen to me, but it does happen to <laughs> where funny. It- <laughs> but it'll happen to where like it gets as gross as it's going to sound like sometimes it feels like it gets stuck. So you kind of have to like push a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And. If her theory is correct, then every woman, when they pull out a tampon, will squirt. <laughs> That's never happened to me. Oh, that's In like my nice. almost 37 years of life on this planet and having had my period for like 20 of those or 20 plus of those yeah, yeah, years, yeah. that has never in the history of my life happened. Everything about and that. Amazing. Then with the whole, oh, it's it's like when you're pooing, that too. Then if you're a woman, when you're pushing to shit, or even on that same level, if you're pushing out a fart, you would squirt. Like, this doesn't happen. I have never, ever, I have never known a single woman in my entire life that has squirted when they've shit, when they've farted, when they've taken out a tampon like this doesn't happen so like i i don't get what her advice is and like yeah when when your wife is going in like they do they tell you that it's just like yes you you need to it's the same kind of push when you're taking a dump and if that were the case during pregnancy or during labor, <laughs> women, it would be like a fucking geyser. Especially with all the pressure the baby's pushing on everything down there. Yes. <laughs> it would just be. <laughs> like it would be, be like a broken fire hydrant. <laughs> and. Given I okay, I had I had a C-section when I gave birth to my son. But when I was pushing, I guarantee you, I was not fucking squirting my brains out. <laughs> like this bitch is retarded. I'm, I'm like <laughs> Teresa, you have, you have no idea how happy I am that you were on this episode and this episode. We were going to do like an older episode of her show and then a new episode popped out. I'm like, we've got to do the new one. I haven't even listened to it, but I feel like this is going to be gold. And Oh, this was. This was like as torturous as this was. This was fucking brilliant. This this was pure, utter gold. Oh, absolutely. I have no more clips. I think you're out of clips too. I think, I'm out of clips too. I think too. we can absolutely call this. Uh, an episode because I, I I'm 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 too full. I, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to be able to laugh the rest of the day. I'm out of laughs. I'm like Cartman when he sees the guy with the butt face. I'm completely out of laughs for a while. <laughs> Teresa, he's broken. That's right. That's right. Teresa, where can we find your fantastic podcast? Well, you can find my show story for a song. Pretty much, I believe I'm on like ninety percent of the platform. So just search for story for a song. And if you would like to hit me up with any songs that you may have, you can reach out to me on Twitter at story for a song, or you can email me at story for a song pod at gmail dot com. Absolutely fantastic! I can't wait to listen to the latest uh, latest episode. I know you got a bad poet society. On that, on that feed yes. as well. So it's a bit of a mix, which is great because I love both of those shows. 
I can't wait to come back on and do some more Australian songs. Um, yes, and I've got to get you on story for a song. I too. do. I've got to find the right right song and the right story because <laughs> uh, most of mine are just. Uh, well, this is a pretty funny Weird Al song. We should probably listen to it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the joy of being a musician. A lot of songs have uh, a lot of stupid meanings to it. But ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to find out more about the We Only Do One Take podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, no longer YouTube, but we sometimes are on Twitch. So definitely find us on Twitch there. And if you want to send us some hate mail, some death threats, some rants, whatever you'd like, Send it to us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Teresa, thank you so much for being thank the you. fantastic co host that you blast. are. Uh, to 100 <laughs> more episodes of the Abbey Chatfield uh, It's a Lot podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next Thursday. <laughs> You are listening to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show.